Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Monday. Sleepy Chicken Challenge. Taking the internet by storm. Okay, no, no, no. Don't believe any of the headlines you see about that. Very few people are actually making this so-called Sleepy Chicken or NyQuil Chicken. But some people have made videos about it, and that's easy to share. And so people get all up in arms about it. But, I mean, what a gross idea. The whole thing comes from a few different accounts saying things like, Oh, no, I was feeling a little sick last night. Decided to make Mama's, you know, NyQuil Chicken. Just family recipe, you know, and it's so easy to do. You throw some chicken breasts in a pan, and then you boil it with NyQuil for, like, they <laughs> one video says 5 to 30 minutes. Oh, just that kind of a range of time. Good instructions there. Um, honestly, these, this is a really bad, bad idea. Not just because, obviously, obviously, it's going to taste disgusting. Um, and you're get, like, they're like, you need that green blue chicken flavor. That's how you know it's good. No, that's how you know it's disgusting. But the other thing is probably not like the best idea to heat up medications and then like in inhale the vapors. Uh, you know what I mean? Some, some of them are designed for that. Some of them you really are supposed to breathe in and that's how it helps you. But for one that you're supposed to drink and only drink like a cap full of probably not a good idea to dump the whole bottle into a pan and then, you know poke at the chicken over top of it, uh, you might have yourself a really interesting time. I can't even get over this. Uh, just the visuals alone, just seeing even a clip of a video, honestly makes me get a little bit nauseous because I see that gross NyQuil green color hitting what could be perfectly fine chicken. Season it with something else. Please, please for me. Uh, and if you're trying to get to sleep at night, stop watching the videos of people boiling their chicken in NyQuil and turn the phone off. Go to sleep. That's my own advice to myself that I never take. Uh, Robbie Williams, English singer, who originally was from the boy band Take That, and then pulled a Justin Timberlake on them and had a pretty successful solo career, said in a new interview with The Mirror, I never, ever said this, but I had a contract put on me to kill me. I've never said that publicly before. It went away. I have friends. That stuff is the unseen stuff that happens when you become famous. Uh, and I mean, at one point, he was super, super famous, and I assume that's the point in time that he was referring to, but he's very, very cryptic about any of the details, which makes me raise an eyebrow, but I'm not saying it's outside of the realm of possibility. Meanwhile, PJ Harvey is continuing with the reissue series of a lot of their music. The Hope 6 Demolition Project is going to get reissued with the wheel demo attached to it. Super fans know what that means, otherwise that was just a string of words. But uh, 2016 is when the Hope 6 Demolition Project originally came out. The reissue, now set for March 11th. 11th. Meanwhile, just some interesting news, uh, not directly tied to any particular artist, but the medium that music is released on. Vinyl albums actually outsold CDs in the United States for the first time in 30 years, according to the calculations wrapped up from 2021. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast, Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. You might have been hearing over the weekend, you're definitely going to see something on social media today, somebody's comment, some news post about Netflix, and about how, once again, they are going to be increasing their prices. Honestly, not by much. It's like $1 on the lower tier and $2 on the higher tier, and still, it's just more and more and more money, isn't it? And just more and more streaming services. It has come full circle. 
as many people thought it would. We had too many ch- channels, too much variety, and then it's like streaming service, perfect, all on demand. Now, on demand is the standard, and there are way too many services. They're just like the channels again. They're just like the channels again, and now we're missing out on the stuff from the channels we don't have, right? Well, still have Netflix, still do. Price increase, probably not going to change that. However, I am tempted to try and maybe throw a little bit of Netflix's formula back at them, you know what I mean? I'm thinking about pulling a... This bank account no longer offers dollars three, five, and nine of this bill. Dollar six will be available until January thirty-first. Wonder what they'd say. Toronto for you right there at one hundred point five Cruise FM. The band, not the place, but we might as well talk about the place. Getting, oh my goodness, a lot of snow today. And I mean, I'm looking out the window, and we're not far off. I don't think we're getting our own share. It's brightening up. The sun is rising, but there's so much cloud and snow out there that it still just seems like it's twilight. But over in Toronto, getting a lot of it as well. I mean, I would wager more than we are today. They are almost at blizzard levels. So, you know, it's only fair, I think. It's only fair to cool it a little on making fun of the softer spots in the country when they complain about not a whole actual lot, which does happen out of Ontario quite a bit. Admittedly, they do experience winter a little bit differently than we do. Not quite so dry over there. The snow and the cold sticks to you, but still. Sometimes they get it mild and they complain big, right? They do. In this case, this is too much snow. This is too much snow. So I will take my snotty comments and I will direct them at Vancouver. Boo! Boo, Vancouver! Don't forget your umbrella! (laughs) Oh, people are thinking that these NFTs are big league. NFTs. Non-fungible tokens. Uh, no flippin' thanks, really, is what it is for me. Um, they're, they're a bit like, and if you'll allow me an imperfect analogy here, it's definitely not perfectly thought through, but I kind of feel like NFTs are like owning a star. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, you don't actually own a star. You own a piece of paper from a pop-up company that doesn't exist anymore and didn't invest a dime in any sort of archival infrastructure to safeguard your claim to said star. You don't own a star. You also can't even actually claim it because it is a star in space and you're not so you know true true when it comes to nfts you own a piece of environmentally unfriendly code attached to your lazy monkey jpeg or secret song or whatever the case is right could be anything the token gets attached to what other other digital piece of work there is but you don't really own it like the price tag suggests. You know what I mean? It's kind of like owning a star. Tuesday. Time for some music news. Starting things off with David Bowie once again celebrating a posthumous birthday not too long ago on the 7th and uh, he is turning out to be the best-selling vinyl artist of the 21st century. Pretty crazy. Uh, There's uh, vinyl sales compared for all kinds of different bands and from the 2000s on Uh, The late musician has had over 580,000 sales calculated right up until January 6th of this year, Uh, including him ahead of the Beatles, which were about 50,000 sales just behind in the second place uh, and uh, so many more behind it. Uh, Just really, really crazy to see. I think Taylor Swift in the third spot, which is absolutely insane. And like we were talking about yesterday, vinyls in the last uh, couple of years have outsold CDs for the first time in 30 years. Daniel Radcliffe getting some headlines today. He's going to be playing Weird Al Yankovic in an upcoming movie. Just called Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story. Uh, I've got some thoughts on that. We'll get back to it. First of all, written by Yankovic 
himself uh, with help he's had some other people uh you know jumping on to uh, fine-tune the writing and uh director named erica pell is going to be helming the entire production starts in february filming in los angeles and exclusively available released through the roku channel okay that part was a left turn i wasn't really expecting that but still uh I guess I'll look into figuring out how to watch stuff on the Roku channel. But besides the point, Daniel Radcliffe playing him, people are having mixed reactions, mixed feelings. I gotta say, he's pretty white and nerdy, so I think the shoe fits. I really do. Harry Potter as Weird Al Yankovic. I I think it could work. I really do. Uh, But at the same time, the title, I've got some thoughts. I think we can workshop it a little bit because I think... That if you're going to have a Weird Al Yankovic biopic, you call that thing the Weird Al biopic, and just that's it. That's the title. If if that's not the title, then what are we even doing here? Wednesday. Who did it? All right, who did it? I want to know. I want to know who descended upon a meeting of the Italian Senate and decided to screen share some Final Fantasy VII CGI porn. Yeah, this happened in the world. You might have seen the headlines uh, yesterday. There was a data transparency discussion that was being conducted. That just adds to it. I think it just adds a little flavor, a little sprinkle on top of things. There were some sounds to be heard. There was a certain camera feed to be seen, and they were trying to introduce at that exact point in time uh, last year's Nobel Prize winner in physics, Giorgio Parisi. Yep, great. 30 seconds that must have lasted 30 minutes before they finally figured this thing out. This is why you get passwords for your Zoom meetings, all right? This is why you set them up. This is the exact, exact reason. Uh, but uh, it's ridiculous, uh, kind of funny. They were able to get the, you know, things back on course, get the vehicle back on track again, and finish their meeting. But I'm sure everybody just a little bit shaken up. And I mean, I don't, I've never been to Italy. I don't know too many Italians for sure. I just feel like perhaps they are well equipped to be able to handle something like this with, you know, not too much sweat, right? Just like, whatever, it happens. Let's move on and maybe, like I said, set up a password next time. But also, we got a message from somebody in Italy just this very morning. Looking for some stickers from the radio station. Well, I think we're in in honor of this momentous occasion in Italian history, which really isn't a momentous occasion whatsoever. Uh, We'll have to do that for you. Thank you so much for the message, Roberto. And like I said, Zoom passwords, they're necessary. If you didn't see it yesterday, there's a big, big festival announcement that took everybody's collective imagination by storm. Uh, Live Nation announcing When We Were Young, a one-day festival in Las Vegas. Saturday, October 22nd. And every time I look at the poster, I see a new band logo I didn't notice before. Emo is definitely not dead. Um, It it is going to be in Vegas, though. That is for sure. I mean, seriously, uh, big headliners, My Chemical Romance, Paramore, AFI is going to be there, The Used, Dashboard Confessional, Taking Back Sunday, um, Avril Lavigne, Jimmy Eat World... So many, so many. It really, it would just be a waste of time for me to list them all off. Take a look for yourself all over our social media. We just shared it. It's everywhere online as well. Massively tempting. Massively tempting. But honestly, when we were young, name of it, making me feel anything but in reality. I keep thinking when I look at these band logos, wow, they're still making music? Or worse yet, wow, they're still alive? Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Grammy Awards. Now we know when and where. Uh, they were originally going to be late January at uh, the uh, usual spot. I mean, you know, kind of in L.A. and uh, in the area now. 
postponed. They kind of made their heavy-handed announcement a little while ago now, letting us know that on April 3rd at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, that's when the Grammys are going to take place. For the very first time, though, the Latin Grammys have been held in Vegas six times since 2014. Bono of U2 has now, in an interview, let us know that he does not like the band's name, most of their songs, or his own singing voice, saying he gets quite embarrassed to hear their music coming out over the radio. Not that he's embarrassed of the music, but he does say that he never really liked the band. Uh, the name, that is. <laughs> U2. He says, I don't. Uh, and he also didn't realize that the Beatles was a bad pun for the longest time either, saying that they did name their band sort of after like a U-boat or a spy plane, something futuristic, and that he didn't really like it and still doesn't. Um, but also he's had a history of trying to go with the winning team whenever things don't go so well for U2, saying things like putting their album on everybody's Apple iPod device was somebody else's idea. Mick Fleetwood of Fleetwood Mac now signing on for a uh, TV series. He's going to be helping to produce the show as well as original music for 13 songs, which will debut on the Fox Network in, you know, a while. Thursday. We are just telling a story uh, out of Ontario of a man who managed to pull off an incredible heist. Still shouldn't have, but just impressed at the technique of jamming an entire $8,000 guitar into his pants and then uh, presumably limp walking out of the store. Um, I would be, I'd be a terrible thief. I really would be. Um, I, I don't have any stories of, of, of being a thief, of, of, of pilfering anything at the five finger discount. Just really hasn't happened. You know what I mean? I am like Moss from the IT crowd in the moment, you know? One thing led to another and I just, I stole us. You stole it. <laughs> but that's stealing! <laughs> 100%. That's me. And I remember one time spending the weekend with my half-brother when I was growing up and his mom, same dad situation kind of thing, um, and we were sent to the old IGA to pick up some milk and bring back the change. Bring back the change. Well, my brother decides that we both deserve a little 75-cent pudding cup from the deli and desserts area for our troubles. And when we get back, after having eaten the evidence, of course, he hands the milk over and the remaining change, and there's a line of questioning. <laughs> Didn't know milk cost that much. Did they, have a, did they have a price increase? My brother, you know, oil of Olivier Smooth, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, no, they, uh... Didn't, it wasn't on sale. Didn't didn't have the usual discount. I don't know. He pulled off something with Speechcraft, and 10-year-old me is sitting there just sweating. Stay cool, man. Stay cool. A folk singer from the Czech Republic has died after reportedly catching COVID-19 purposefully. Her name, Hannah Horka. Uh, apparently, her son and partner had contracted, though they were vaccinated, uh, COVID-19, over the holidays. And she decided to not uh, isolate away from them, not stay uh, you know, away. And her goal, to get a recent infection mark on her on her uh, you know uh, her record i guess because in the Czech republic a lot of venues for performance are allowing either vaccination status or a recent infection and recovery status to allow you to get in 
I do not think she's going to recover. Um, meanwhile, Stevie Wonder is getting political with a new video that's uh, been put out to encourage uh, the vote going on with the Senate right now in the U.S. The Freedom to Vote John R. Lewis Act is being debated. In Stevie Wonder's words, stop the hypocrisy, cut the bulltish. If you care and support about our rights, do the hard work. You can't please everybody, but you can protect all of us. And to keep it all the way real, the filibuster is not working for dem- democracy. Why won't you? Um, meanwhile, Liam Gallagher has put out a cryptic tweet posting that there will be a big announcement coming today. The tweet itself posted yesterday saying, big announcement tomorrow, and I mean big, bigger than my nose, bigger than right said Fred, bleeping massive, so stay tuned. Signed, LG, even though the tweet is tagged Liam Gallagher already. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Headline caught my attention. Jennifer Goodwin, actress, she apparently offered her husband's sperm to her best friend. Now, there's more story to it than that. It wasn't just a, hey, here, catch, you know what I mean? It was more like she was discussing her friend wanting to have a child and, and raise a kid and wanting to be a single mother. And she's like, I got a solution for you, right? And it was the friend and the husband who said, hold up. Hold up just a moment here. There might be some complications from this you're not considering. Now, I'm sure that she didn't mean it in like the porn setup sense, getting it done the old fashioned way. No, I'm sure that she meant like a trip to a facility, you know? A facility with beakers and pipettes, Bunsen burners and stopcocks. What? Don't give me that look. That is a tool of chemistry and one that I've been giggling about since, well, high school science, really. Tuesday's dangerous asteroid flyby was anything but. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. We did get a cosmic visitation from asteroid 1994 PC-1, apparently, but the headlines saying anything close to potentially hazardous are anything but close to the truth. This thing flew by at a distance of 1.2 million miles, or five times further from the Earth than the moon orbits, approximately. It kind of changes how far away it is. But these headlines are, I swear, they're becoming the next, you'll never see any celestial event like this in 400 years. The next time this happens in the sky is 622 years from now. And you go, yeah, okay, great, except for there are 28 more events that are kind of like it in the next 12 months alone. So it does really need to be that much hyperbole in the headline. Come on. Cosmic asteroid flyby coming too close for comfort in the headlines. Come on. Okay, I get it. I get it. I'll watch Don't Look Up already. I'll put it on later today. Give me a break. Friday. Pet clones in the news today. Wasn't expecting that. Wouldn't have put that on the bingo card. But, uh, you know, pet clones and pet fluencers. Oh, I can't even say that word. So-called pet influencers. We're talking about the people who have social media accounts that are super famous, but they're of their animals. You know what I mean? You've seen plenty of them. There's been so many over the years, and there's tons and tons now. In fact, some people now attempt to make this happen. They try to force it into existence. Well, that's not really how this happens. These people are catching lightning in a bottle. Don't you understand? The humans behind internet pet celebrities starting to clone their pets so that they can basically do a re-up. You know, like the idea being that they can still make money and still celebrate their pet even after they pass on. Not bound by the laws of mortality anymore. I say no to this. I say so much no to this. There's so 
little need for this. And I understand, you know, the need, the want to to continue to, uh, you know, share a companionship with an animal that you've spent so many years with. That makes sense to me. And raging against their, their death, they're passing on. Absolutely. But you know what you do in that instance? You go and rescue an animal that already exists. You know, you go and take care of an animal that does not have a choice about being in existence or not. They're there. And they need attention, and they need care, and they need love, right? And then you get a famous internet cat if you get a famous internet cat, okay? You roll the dice. News about Jimi Hendrix, well, specifically about his estate, and the fact that they are litigating members of, or at least heirs, rather, of the Jimi Hendrix Experiences Rhythm Section. Apparently, Sony Music was sent a letter, (laughs) and it was from uh, a lawyer claiming that uh, Noel Redding and Mitch Mitchell, the estates of, rather, are owed some performance royalties. They're going to have to do some investigating, do some digging to uncover the secrets behind this, uh, whether money is owed or not. Charlie Murphy, back in the news, because of his absolutely legendary basketball story surrounding the late Prince. Yes, uh, this is one that was uh, part of a, an incredible sketch during the Chappelle show back in the early 2000s, but has been confirmed to be, again, absolutely true, where in the said story, Prince played ball in heels and came out on top by a long shot. <laughs> and there's been a crazy trailer that's been released for the uh, absolutely incredible halftime show at the upcoming Super Bowl. The uh, Pepsi halftime show features not only Dr. Dre, but also Eminem, but also Mary J. Blige, but also Snoop Dogg, but also Kendrick Lamar. And the trailer is showing them all descending upon the uh, the, the arena, upon the stadium. Uh, very interesting. A lot of cool editing put into it. But, of course, no actual performance. We're about to see millions of dollars spent in about 10 minutes' time when it comes to the middle of the big game. We are just talking about uh, cloning pets. Uh, well, there are some famous internet pets whose owners are now trying to clone them when they're later in life and, uh, you know, basically do a round two on, on the situation. You know, not accepting that they are going to pass on eventually. I mean, clones in general are weird, right? I mean, I fundamentally don't have an issue with the idea of creating clones. It's just... Clones are, by definition, weird. Even nature does clones, but it does it weird. Did you know that some aphids will mate in the fall? So they do have a mating period, but they spend the rest of their generations giving birth to clones of themselves that are already pregnant with clones of themselves? You can look it up. This is true. So go ahead. Go ahead. Clone your pets. But if the science is off and it turns into a horror movie where you're being stalked by 30 homicidal versions a little sparky, I'm telling you right now, you are on your own, okay? You deal with that how you deal with that. Transmission over. Want more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.